Hi, welcome to another episode of Prague Will Find a Way, our friendly neighborhood Progcast. This is episode nine. 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 Number nine. Number nine. <laughs> I am not a number. I'm a free man. Oh, that's number six. Excuse yeah. me. Um, anyways. <laughs> So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Rush this episode based on uh, some recent activity. But first, news. 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 What news is there? <laughs> well, uh, I was, uh, you know, we started our fragile box watch. <laughs> <laughs> that will continue now yes. for the rest of... Uh, till, it, till, it, till it shows, till it shows up. up. Hopefully, every, every week we will give you our... <laughs> Our update on where the fragile box is from Yes after the Yes album was finally released. Because uh, I'm looking forward to on the fragile box to see some uh, photos from the Tormato tour. Yes, of course. Or well, more more appropriately, the drama tour. The drama tour. <laughs> Uh, anyways, but there's no news. We there's not nothing. We're we're well, you know, no it's, it's it's the holiday season still yes. while we're recording this, so typically nothing happens. Yes, until yes. the new year. Uh, However, um, there was recently um, uh, Steve Hackett putting a new album out, and apparently it's a concept album, um, all right. which he's never done before, uh, which should be interesting. Yeah, and. Um, do you know anything about it? I don't know a lot about it, only what's online. Um, I sh- should know that it's a two-word something and something title. Um, oh, I saw that, but yeah. I, I can't recall what it but, is. But um, I'm I'm interested only because, you know, he definitely, definitely can put out albums with individual songs, right? right? I just... Um, you know, I he's always great to hear Stretch Out anyway, so I hope he uses this as an opportunity to kind of get... Will it get be like the same people he tours with yeah i think it'll be a mix i'm not sure from the singing perspective because a lot of albums he sings on okay um but i know you know he always works with roger king the keyboard player his his brother on flute um and uh he's he's worked with the same drummer and bass player now for a little bit too so that i think is good too because there's a more cohesiveness because they're tour they tour a lot and it's not like they're playing easy stuff either right besides the hackett stuff they're playing genesis stuff so um i'm actually you know usually i hear okay a singer out on tour with him yeah he brings that uh yeah to 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 do that which is interesting when i saw him here yep. did he have Ryan Stolt on he had Ryan Stolt on bass yeah um and Nad Sylvan is that the gentleman yeah Nad Sylvan is the singer on, on vocals. yes yeah, yeah. And, then, and Roger King and 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 whatnot. yeah yeah that was a great concert when I saw that, it. Was, that was a number of years back but I, yeah. I'd see that again yeah that was through. it was the we we went to that show t- together yeah that was um I don't know if it was uh Foxtrot or what tour that? No, was. I think he was just playing a he bunch just, of early stuff. A lot of Genesis yeah, stuff. A lot of early stuff. Yeah, that was good. They were they yeah. were really good. They were. And really speaking of that, John show. Lodge is coming to town again. Ah, he is, likes coming to this town. A yes, lot, he does. Doesn't he? Um, and uh, is he bringing his son-in-law or uh, or, or potential future son-in-law? I don't know, but he seems to always do Come that. Out. Yeah, yes. yeah. That I'm is John Davidson, about John Davidson, the current Yes singer. Yes. Um, the other thing, Porcupine Tree is coming out with a live album I from their tour. Yeah. So, uh, that is coming out again in every format imaginable. Um, 
I have you pre-ordered every format imaginable? No, uh, this time I just went for the Blu-ray because okay. I did just um, I'm I'm delving into this Atmos sound thing. So immersing that, yourself yes, as I'm it were. So I would like to do that. I did not go to the tour. Unfortunately, they came. Uh, did they play? In, in the they US? played. Um, um, I believe they played. Where did they play? Uh, Radio City. Okay. And I was. They might have even done two nights. I'm not sure. But the tickets were just really expensive, yeah. and I couldn't make it in that weekend. And I was just like, "Oh, forget it." Right. So, um, twenty six bucks for the Blu-ray instead. Not bad. <laughs> not bad. Front row seats. <laughs> And it'll sound better. <laughs> Not saying it Not doesn't necessarily. sound good, but... My friends who went had really good seats. Oh, so really? It was, uh, yeah. Cool. But, um, so that's coming out, too. Uh, and I believe, uh, I don't know, do you like the Pineapple Thief? I I listened to some of their stuff. I did see that um, on, in the latest issue of Prague, there was a little... Uh, blurb with Gavin Harrison talking about what's coming up next yeah, with so that. they have a new album coming out I think in February or something yeah. so um oh and by the way that I don't know if you saw the Prague mag the the cover story for the new Prague is uh, 90125 yes story I did it. uh which actually was fascinating there was a lot of information in there more importantly pictures there were apparently two guys. Was Patrick Morazin? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was the real people, the, the, the people. But part of this thing was apparently cinema, when they were writing songs, they brought in two hardcore Yes fans that ran like fanzines to hear the stuff as it was being written. Okay. And they took all these pictures oh, of cool. the band, the four. It was, at the time was the four band, and and it's it's actually pretty amazing. I wonder if it's the same guys who did the Tormato book because they were in the it, studios it, it, at the time. It could have been, but I've never Tormato. seen any of these pictures. It's yeah. just the four of them, yeah, bunch of different, you know, in the studio hanging out together. Uh, it's and but but the backstory of how the album came about and everything, there was a lot of stuff in there I'd never never read before. Um, yeah, it's uh, all of a sudden that Prog magazine started showing up in Apple News, and so I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, you, a lot of times you see like ad infinitum these cover stories on magazines. I mean, yeah. we're talking about albums that have been covered for years and years. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, okay, and and it, then all of a sudden I started seeing these pictures, and I'm really and like, it, wow. Wow, this is actually a wild, interesting take on on the the album creation. Yeah, and um, that usually does not get the press in Prague, like right in in Prague magazine at yeah. least, like Klosiusz does or Tim. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how many times they will feature those albums on the cover. The um, other thing, the other not thing, that I mind, right, but, but the other thing is people were really open. In this interview, like Trevor Rabin was, Trevor Horn, because I guess they did not get along at all. Um, Trevor and Trevor? Trevor and Trevor. I know Tony and Trevor didn't. No, this is Trevor at the beginning. Trevor oh. and Trevor did not get along. Okay. Um, And then, you know, they wanted to bring John Anderson in, and I think Trevor Rabin was against that. Yeah. Um, but but he but but he's the one telling you all this. You know, yeah. that's what's wild about it. Yeah. So. Well, I, yeah. I, who knows? I mean, you. It's work for them. I mean, it's yeah. work and art or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, sometimes you just got to go with the flow and right. deal with where you're getting pushed. And they got pushed in the right direction on that one for sure. Yeah. All right. So there's that. There's also 
a lot of box sets keep coming out. Uh, yep. There's the Lark's Tongues and Aspic one, of course. Uh, Camel is putting out a box oh, I saw of that. all their yeah. stuff. Um, and uh, Greg Lake, there's another Greg Lake box. I do yeah. not want to get back on my soapbox on the way that their <laughs> legacy is treated in the digital world. But that, uh, you know, I guess th- that puts a bow on it for this time. It's just a collection of stuff right. that's already been out, but at least it's all in one place. And you know, I'm a fan of of keeping his stuff alive, even though, you know, Emerson, Lake and Palmer, it was totally a sum of their parts band. Right. It was the sum of it. They, they never agree. none of them accomplished or on their own what they could do as a group. They yeah. kind of knew that. And I think they right. played to that. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, but we ended up with Love Beach. So what do I know? <laughs> but yeah, this trend of everything in one box keeps continuing. Yes, it does. And a lot of bands do that, which I'm about yeah. to tell you, but um, which I like because yeah. it's easy. And, and, and particularly in the digital age now that it, it, people don't even want the, to spend the money or the space to have all this stuff unless it's vinyl, apparently. Yeah. Um, so, you know. More power to him if he can gather it all up and put it in one spot. It's a good way to kind of cement your legacy, but also a way to, you know, the labels that do these care and they work with the band. The one I think about a lot is um, the. It's probably a couple of years now. Steve Hillage put out one, but it wasn't just all the albums. Then it was like CD after CD after CD of unreleased stuff and live stuff. And it is cool when the the artist or the band works with the label to actually make this like, yeah, this might be the last, like how many times, yeah. Yeah. How many times is the world going to be able to handle a Steve Hillage box set? No, I love Steve (laughs) Hillage, but I mean, you know, think of the market, Um, you know, yeah, they did a beautiful, you know, it's just unbelievable, you know, the books and it, it it just goes on and on. So I, you know, the camel one, the camel one is similar to there. There. I mean, it's mainly a collection of all of their stuff, but it's great to just have it in one place. I mean, they're one of those bands that I've always liked them, but you know, if you, what would you call them? Second tier or whatever, from a consciousness perspective. Yeah. At least from an American. Yeah, totally. You know, people know Prague, they know camel, but they never had that success, but they're a good band. They're a great band. Yeah. So to be able to get all their stuff in one fell swoop, if you don't have any of it, is is pretty cool. So it's funny because Pete Barden's is camel, right? Yep. The I, I had a Pete Barden solo album before I ever had a camel album. Okay. Was it because the one on uh it was on the IRS yeah. label? Yeah. 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 He was a great keyboard player. Yeah. I, they were just a great band. I mean, um, you know, and then of course the tentacles of Prague. You know, Richard Sinclair from Caravan was on a couple of albums. Mel Collins yeah. played with them, particularly on the live album, which is really, really good. That's a band where I prefer them live over studio. I just think they 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 just are very good. Um, but that's fun. Yeah, awesome. So let's move on to Rush. Uh, you know, Rush has kind of been in the news. At first, it was you know Getty Lee's got his My F and Life book out where he's really open and he's doing this innovative tour where you know he's getting asked yeah. questions, which is kind of cool. It really. I is. mean, Bono did that with his, but I I didn't hear as much about it when he was doing it. No. as I'm hearing about Getty Lee doing it, but yeah. maybe that's just because. 
this is more on my radar. That's more on your radar, probably. But he's but no, he's playing big places. He's 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 he's. When I say playing, yeah, I mean speaking. He's staying big places. (laughs) (laughs) But he's been talking about being open to whatnot, you know, playing again and this and that, and and you know, is telling the story over and over again about you know being backstage at the tribute thing with Paul McCartney and Paul McCartney telling them you guys should just you got to play. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. But now you have Alex talking about it too. So right. something is definitely going to happen. Yeah, I don't know what it is, or but clearly they want to do something and they sense that they can right that that well, the, maybe, maybe that the fans aren't going to be like how dare you and i think that was part of what they were wait you know and i think well, they i think they probably the also it had been so many years yeah. of the three of them the right. three of them the three of them and and maybe they needed the time to let it right settle yeah you know um it was those tributes the taylor hawkins tributes where they yeah. got out there and you know with the they're like this is fun yeah i mean the one show was cool i don't remember i think it was when getty got out and played with yes at the rock and roll Hall that that's what did it i don't know what i don't know which show it was if it was the california show or the england show but they do um you know the 2112 with dave Grohl. yeah and then the dude from chili peppers comes out for working man yeah um that that was pretty cool but i think they Clearly, it was like, oh, this is fun. You know, yeah. you want to when you're a musician, you want to play and you want to yeah. play out there and you want to play with other people and you want to play in front of people. So I think it's 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 totally natural, whether it's Rush or whatever they do. I mean, Rush as a unit is is done right. Even if it's called Rush, right. it's never going to be the same thing. Right. Um, nor and for them, they want it to be. Right. And for them to call it something else, yeah. I don't think that's would be the end of the world. Because the people no. who love their music are gonna love them regardless of what they call themselves. Exactly. Exactly. So so just like we did for Genesis though, like what's your story with Rush? Like how did you come upon Rush or what happened? I there? think Rush was probably I my first Rush album was um Permanent Waves. I had heard Spirit of the Radio on the radio, and I thought it was cool. And it was, you know, being mentioned in the limited music press that I could get my hands on um, to being akin to the kind of music I would like. Um, And so I bought that album, and I thought that was pretty cool. And it, you know, had a, I thought, interesting album cover and the whole thing. But then, when uh moving pictures came out that was when it cemented it for me i was like these guys are awesome (laughs) (laughs) and then i went back and i got you know everything that they had ever done the problem that i had at that point was i was into music at that point pretty heavily and so i don't think i gave the earlier albums as much time as i could have i think hemispheres and um and uh, what other ones at that time? Farewell to Kings. Farewell to Kings, probably. I gave a little more time to, but like Caress of Steel and and uh, Live by Night or whatever that. Yeah, well, and, yeah. And, I mean, and, it was Rush, Fly by Night, uh, those, those first, Steel, then Twenty One Twelve, and even Twenty One Twelve. Yeah. I never really got way into probably the second side more than the first side because I didn't blasphemy i didn't think that it, it didn't hold me like like the yes long songs did. right right that was just my take and yeah. i think getty's voice got better 
as we got into the late 70s, um, 80s for my my ears. All right. Yeah. It 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 got a little out of a that little, rough edge. Yeah, yeah. So that was my story, and then so I saw them a couple times. Um, I saw them uh, presto. I saw them for what is it, Clockwork Angels, or either Clockwork Angels or Snakes and Arrows. I think it was Snakes and Arrows, and um, maybe Hold Your Fire. Okay. Yep. Eighty seven. So, I think yeah. that was. 82. Oh no no! It was signals. Signals. Yeah. Eighty two. Yeah. Okay. Signals. Yeah. I saw them when I was in college. Cool. Um, so that was great. Rory Gallagher opened. <laughs> that well, that was always an interesting thing about Rush was they always had very cool openers. Yeah. And I, you know, I've told you the the the, the, the ones story. I've seen, which I'll tell. Um, so I only I saw them yeah. three times. Um, uh. Once at school, once out of college, and then once uh, with my son up at uh, the casinos okay. in in Connecticut. Nice. So it would, but they were always a great, great live act to me yeah. when I when I saw them. Yeah. So my story is so I remember hearing a closer to the heart on the radio. I did not like them at all. They they rubbed me the wrong way. I was also a prog snob at that time. And to me, it was like, you know, this is like a prog wannabe. Um, Then when I was a junior in high school, I played bass. I was in a band and we played Bastille Day from Progressive Steel. Um, There you go. And and What You Doing from the first album. The hit parade. Yeah. So... You know, and then that I kind of got into them because Bastille Day was a fun tune to play and you didn't have to listen to Getty sing. Um, and then I started to get into them. So I, I got I I had liked Xanadu. So I and so at some point I did get Farewell the Kings, but that was the only album I heard I, I had by them. I liked a little Hemispheres. Um, and I remember somebody offering me a ticket for a Hemisphere shows and I didn't go. Permanent Ways was good. But then I was like, I still didn't know like what they were doing or where they were going. Um, but but that was a pretty good album. And uh, obviously Moving Pictures was really good. And, and I got into them. So I saw that tour and the Moving Pictures tour. And I think for that one, Max Webster opened up for them, which was that, you know, talk about, you know, if you're talking about those second tier prog bands, I mean, that that's- I don't even know them. Them. They're, they're, (laughs) well, to them. They're just, they were always kind of out there, but some of their their songs are just mind blowing. It's like the- it's like the some of the songs. It's like the Canadian version of Gentle Giant. Oh, okay. so it's oh, just real entry. It's like, <laughs> but they, they could they could also rock out. Uh, so that was just a great album, a great sounding album. So I started getting into them. I wasn't really into them in high school. It was really in college. Um, but I I I went and saw them. The cool thing about Rush was that they always did a short tour before they would go in to record an album. Oh. So you would catch like at the end of the Moving Pictures tour, they were road testing a couple of things. From Signals. From Signals. But then they would come back out for a short tour a couple of weeks before they would record just to to see. Um, Because I, I, at the end of the... um, the, at the end of the permanent waves tour, they they were playing limelight, as far as I know. So okay. they they would do stuff yeah. like that. So I saw the tour in between 
I saw the pre-Signals tour. So okay. they played three or four songs from Signals. They played a number of nights at Radio City Music Hall. Yeah. So I saw one of those nights and Marillion opened for them, that whole thing. So that was like, a, that was right after the first album. That that This was before Fugazi. Um, oh, really? Well, yeah, because this would have been, uh, well, Signals came out in 82. 82. So this would have oh, been right. early 82. Yeah. So this was, having said that, I also saw Marillion in 82 at Toad's Place they played. Ah. So they would play the whole first album, Grendel, and, whole, you know, like, uh, what's the million boats? The boat, um, three, three, three boats, boats down, down from the candy, candy, charting the single. <laughs> that that's the, They would play that stuff. Um, so I, I remember those vividly. because that would, But that was also like... I remember musically being really into Marillion, hearing them at Radio City, but, you know, Fish was wearing the makeup and it was like, you know, I was a young, it's just snobby, like, oh, you know, you're trying to do a you, Genesis, you? you know, you think you that. are. Yeah, no, I, well, you think nobody knows that Peter Gabriel is in, gen you know, so that kind of stuff. But musically, it Which was... Truthfully, half the people do not know that. Exactly. <laughs> but, but musically, it was good. So I, so... You know, Signals, I thought was a great album. I saw that tour. Um, I saw a lot of the next of uh, Grace Under Pressure. So I really like okay. Grace Under Pressure. So I had a girlfriend at the time who, you know, um, who was kind of in the business. So we would see a lot of shows. Yeah. Um, and then I even more so, I really like Power Windows. That album it's was so funny. really good. That was I really, had really this, good. I had this after Signals. <laughs> I stopped lis listening to the new Rush albums. Okay. I don't know something about when the synths came in. I was like, you know, I got other things. To I was I was probably getting more into like you know the newer new wave music, right? And and like more esoteric versions of that, like right. um, the earlier OMD when they were doing yep. architecture and morality and things like Ultra that. Box. And, and yeah. So I was like, that's the synth right. music I want to listen to, right. as opposed to, however, <laughs> you know, and then I got back in at Hold Your Fire. See, and that's <laughs> that's where I kind of got off. Power Which Windows a lot of people don't like Hold Your Fire. Right. Power Windows was great. The tour <laughs> was great. Again, Marillion opened up for them. I saw them. Yeah. That was weird. Marillion played with the house lights on, which was bizarre. They played all of... Um, the first side of Misplaced? No, they played <laughs> Misplaced Childhood all the way up to whatever the song is before White Feather. Oh, okay. What's that song? Is it Blind Curve? or I don't know. Something like that. But, but they had a time limit. And once they, they hit... like stop. Once they hit 35 <laughs> minutes... And there were some people there that knew, and then all of a sudden they just ended the song. And like you were waiting for it to go into the next one, and it just ended. And they didn't make a big deal. They were just like, you know, because they're like, oh, people don't know. And some of us were like, boo, play the rest of the fucking album, you know, and stuff. And then the lights came down and Rush came on. But I, when Hold Your Fire you came out, I just. If they knew what how much time they had, they could have edited uh, it's, let's, it's, let's let's not they do pseudo silk kimono and let's take out the spice. Yes, of course they could have. <laughs> but I think at that time too, they were just they were always on the road. I just think this is it. They were partying a lot. I think it was just like, oh, we got to work. Okay, let's just. I think it was the path of least resistance because yeah, yeah, they could have to the joke you made. They could have played one side. They could have played the first side, which. Right. And then they could have played like three or four other songs and that's right. that. But they 
they weren't thinking like that at that no. point in time, I don't think. But yeah, so and then I kind of lost track. Uh, presto, I I heard a. I just, oh, wait, I saw Presto too. Okay, <laughs> with the rabbits. Did I out say that earlier? You I did. can't remember. You did. It's okay. Yeah. It's Presto okay. was an interesting one um, because there's like a couple really good songs on that album, but the whole album didn't like do it for me. And then they completely uh, they lost me when they butchered Xanadu into Super Collider uh, on that tour. And and seriously, that was one of the reasons I I just kind of like uh. And uh, then I didn't pay much attention to the albums that came. I did like some of the songs on Roll Your Bones. I saw the counter I Roll Your Bones. I saw the Roll Your Bones tour and I saw the Counterparts tour, but I stopped buying the albums. I just didn't But I did see him a few times after that. I had a friend well, I have a friend <laughs> who's very heavily into Rush, um, and and was uh, general manager at Hard Rock. Um, so you know he would uh, be he, like we went and we saw the 40th anniversary Radio City show. So I kept seeing shows, but it just I don't know. They just didn't speak to me as much anymore. I don't know. I I just kept going. Yeah, I mean, you've got the entire catalog here. Um, so, so these are the mini, mini albums. These are the mini, including ones. feedback. So, all right. So, what happened? Yeah, I think I got, I did get Presto. Oh, whoa, there's two Prestos there. No, What's it's that? just the, it's the book from the, the other one because they don't give you the book. Oh, book, you know, okay. But you don't have all the books, or do you? I, I do. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's why yeah, we're talking about Rush. So. I, I got it Vapor eventually, trails. but no counterparts. I got yeah. when it came out. Vapor Press trails. trails, vapor trails. I did, I did not get when okay. it came Roll out. Roll the bones. Roll the bones. I did. Why are we here? Because we're here. <laughs> hey, hey, it's it's, it's truer it's, words. Never <laughs> truer words. No, come on. I mean, it's no joke. Snakes and arrows. <laughs> I got when it came out, and okay. and then I did get Clockwork Angels when it came out. So. That was their last album, correct? Yes. It's not it, it hasn't been a love hate. It's just been an on and off. Right. You know? Every time Is that I a get, live album? These so explain these boxes for our viewers. Right. So at some point And myself. Yeah. At some point they put out all of the albums. Sector something, is that what they were called? As, oh, okay. As, as Se okay. different boxes. Right. Set, okay. Right? So I I was like, I will divest from my missing pieces. And and get rid of them the the physical other copies I have and I'll just get oh show things, of hands okay right so right. the show of hands signal signals our windows grace under pressure hold D your fire UP. that was that was one box um box one two before that box one was uh was moving pictures permanent wave yeah. hemispheres. Farewell to Kings and then Exit Stage Left. BSL. Yeah. And then the one before that. The, uh, number one. Put these all back together somehow. Um, was all the, the early stuff. Okay. Uh, Rush, Rush, Fly by Night, Crest of Steel, 2112, All Horrors of Stage. No bonus tracks, though, right? I don't know. I don't know. Well, you would know better than me. See, that's the thing. Yeah, At this point, see. I'm not. 
Well, his first box is yeah. the one that I listen to least to to the in, po- in over the course of thirty five years or forty years. And to years. the and to the point that I was making before about how Rush would wrote test songs. So during when that so all the world's a stage obviously is the twenty one twelve tour. They were yeah. playing. Um, Xanadu on that. Day. Okay. So they started playing Xanadu. Uh, that's why I asked because I'm like, oh, I wonder if they put Xanadu on here, but I doubt it. They're not one of those. They're one of those bands that just don't. I don't think there's a lot of stuff. And they have. And put they out, have other. They, and they have put all of the older light. What was that? Yeah. Um, different stages. Yes. With the '78 yeah, show, which is at work. Is that is that in day. here? But did that and come in one of the boxes? Of this box. It was not. Okay. No. That's weird. Right. Well, because they have other live because they have other live albums, and that was a uh, yeah. So yeah. that's it weird. might have been a different record company, huh? You know. Well, I thought they were on Mercury the entire time, but I don't know. What do I know? What's so, anyways, uh, any any Rush fans out there? That seems to be the only missing one that I can think of. I know. Yeah, and huh. it's at work. Okay, there you go. <laughs> that's all right. That's a good live album. That one but I liked. Rush is another one though that. From a live version of Rush versus a studio yeah. version of Rush, I will listen to the studio version all the time instead. I I agree. As you were talking about yeah. Dull, the uh, the last uh, on the yeah. last episode, that's how on kind of how I feel about Rush. Love seeing them live, right? But if I'm gonna put an album on, it is not usually a live one. I completely agree with you, save for Xanadu. The Xanadu, the trees, or Brune's Bane into trees, into Xanadu on, on Three Sides Live. And, of course, the video. It's, three Sides Live? Yeah. No, no, the uh, <laughs> exit stage left. Still three words. The exit stage left, the video. It's just amazing. But other than that, I'm totally with you. Like something, you know, particularly like moving pictures, you know? It's oh. just... And it's it's very funny. I do you have a favorite song from that album? Moving Pictures? Yeah. Um favorite song. It would either be uh I can tell you my three favorite songs, Red mm-hmm. Barchetta. Okay, well, uh Camera Eye and out. Vital Signs. <laughs> so that well that's oh. only half of them. So well, Vital Camera, Signs. Camera Eye is my Camera favorite. Eye, Vital Signs and yeah. You know. I don't know something about camera. I just, I just, oh, it's just, I just yeah. love that. Song. No, that's 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 a great song. But I, I, well, the other songs, they're all great. Although, you know, I, I, I could do I, without Witch Hunt, but the yeah, the big the big three from yeah. the album were played so much. Limelight, but, uh, Limelight is fine, but it's, it's just a over. Song, it's no. a great song. But Red Barchetta, I just I love that too. Love and that YYZ, song. I mean, come on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but 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 definitely Red Barchetta, uh, Camera Eye, and Vital Signs. Vital yeah. Signs is just amazing. It's just yeah. the sound of that. It's not even the you know they're doing reggae or what. It's just the the way they recorded that and the sound is is uh, it's just a it's just a perfect album. That's well, we could talk. Clearly, we could talk about Rush all night. We we could talk. It's so funny because we we're like, what uh, what are we gonna say I about know. Rush? We're gonna just yeah. We could take each album and just go through it. Totally, totally. But yeah, so um, we'll. Uh, I'm not gonna say we're gonna do a Rush watch, but uh... <laughs> well, I gotta get the book. I'm either gonna okay. get the book or I'm gonna listen to it because I think it is available on Spotify. I think as it a, is. Yeah, the audio audiobook. book. Yeah, so yeah. I, I might do that. Yeah, so that, that could take forever. So I might read it instead. <laughs> 
Well, but stay tuned. We'll we'll see what happens with Rush or awesome. or excuse me, Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson and yes. whatever new project. The Rush Watch. All right. All right. Thanks everybody for watching. Prague will find a way. If you want it to.